Do you I have don't... a DJ named Drew? Uh, yeah, it's D R O O. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> That's incredible. I've been thinking about that since I was about six. Field Report. I'm Kyle Carvello. As always, joined by Mr. Drew Olson. Drew, how you doing? I'm phenomenal, dude. So it's almost Fantastic. we're getting closer to Sunday, one day at a time. I'm having anxiety each and every day, so it's going well for me too. And uh, for the second time, we have a repeat guest, Ali Sayer. Ali, how you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Of course. Welcome back. Glad to have you back. I'm excited. Woo. Uh, so you, you're you here because, from what I can tell, you're the only member of the Timbers Army that's lived or from Columbus. It seems like I've seen your name dropped on a bunch of Facebook message boards, and everybody's like, she's the only one that knows anything about Columbus. So you're back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's not, like, completely ridiculous because, uh, you know... Uh, Columbus does have a, an MLS team, so. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, which I fully admit to have gone to games, you know, growing up for the crew, so. Uh, but. That's fine. We don't have that against you. Yeah. I like rooting for the home team, so. Um, I hope you won't be on Sunday. No, no, no. Well. My home team, which yeah. is Portland. I live in Portland, so. Good. Good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so I guess you're stuck with me. That's all right, we like you. <laughs> Glad to have you back. Awesome. So, uh, for those of people who don't know, um, just starting off with Timbers news, Adam Corsi has won the Save of the Year nominee against the uh, RSL. 30-yard strike from Luke Mulholland, if I'm not mistaken, which was a pretty amazing save. I'm, I'm okay with that. That was save of the year quality. Yeah, those things are more reflections of how tuned in the fan bases are. I think it was... Sure, definitely. Ousted's was the one he was going against, and I think it was a much better save, but... You know. I mean, I can definitely I see... I hate him. I... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do, too. I didn't, I didn't vote for him, even though I think it's a better save. I definitely see a... I think those last two are definitely both equally worthy of being save of the year, just in quality. I mean, if you look at the Corsi save, I mean, that was a rocket, and that was going, you know, away from him, and he still made that diving save, which was really damn impressive. Yeah. Well, and Christian Nemeth's goal was goal of the year. Did you see that? So Corsi got save I, of the year and got scored on in the goal of the year. I don't think that's um goal of the year, just in honesty. I feel like that's more of, like, the worst defensive moment of the year. Because we had the people like falling around and just pathetic, but I don't know if I'd quite call that goal of the year material. 
I think it was pretty impressive. I mean, I like Giovinco's a lot as well. But uh, you know, if anything, I think the uh, the Nemeth goal, and I know it doesn't count because it's in the playoffs, but when he scored from that near impossible angle, I would call that more of a goal of the year contender than what he actually did in the regular season. But You're just wrong. my opinion. <laughs> yeah, if the, if the playoffs counted, then obviously Corsay's save against uh, Kansas City's goalkeeper. I can't remember his name right now, but. That was a good save. <laughs> or Dyron Espria's screamer. From, or, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, for goal of the year, yeah. Drew, I'm not sure if you want this game. Uh, Juan Agadell's bicycle kick. I was there, Casey. man. I was there. That, that was a pretty impressive goal. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Anytime a lot of good, lot a of good goals kick. this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think I saw, what, there's like 50 goals so far in the playoffs alone. So I mean, with everyone's included. Wow. It's been pretty high scoring. Yeah. And then in other Timber Droida news, the victory log is going to Columbus. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Ignoring the fact that it, I'm like, I don't know if it's a true, I don't know the process from when they cut the tree down to how they turn it. You know, they obviously cut a tree into multiple pieces. They have sure. multiple logs, but, uh, I was just looking. It seems kind of like transporting the the log is illegal <laughs> because is it really? it's, Actually, it's firewood. No. It's illegal to yeah to transport like, firewood. Oregon has a yeah, a problem a with some do. kind of uh, tree based insect, and a lot yeah. of states ban Oregon firewood. So That's I don't um, know. I mean, I guess they probably looked that up and made sure it was okay, but. That whole thing. And then the fact, I don't know, it's not even going to be in the stadium and it's just going to be in the parking lot. I mean, seems like a lot of expense, you know, that, I mean, I can't tell Mary Paulson what to do with his money. He's obviously got his own, you know, agenda or whatever. But, hey, man, instead of the log, how about you bring, you know, some more fans or something to the game? You know? Well, you know, they are chartering a flight for fans. Yeah. So they're doing I'm not that saying too. they're not doing a whole yeah. lot. They are. To me, it just seems kind of silly. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm just one person, but obviously, I'm obviously it's coming. I've been overruled anyway, so. <laughs> but, Man, I didn't even um, didn't even think of that, but yeah, Massachusetts has the exact same law. You can't transport any firewood in and out of the state. Didn't even yeah. think of that, but that's a really good point. We, so we're coordinating. I'm getting <clears throat> way off topic here, but we're we're coordinating the tailgate, and we were looking at kegs for the the tailgate. There's laws, and Allie, you probably know this, there's laws in Ohio that you can't transport more than three kegs in a vehicle in the state of Ohio. So we were like, we're going to, you know, someone had a van, we are going to just put like ten kegs in a car, but they're like, no, we can't do that. And you also can't reserve kegs. You can only go to the brewery or the distributor and pick from the ones that are there. It's against the law to reserve a keg ahead of time. Ohio has a lot of blue laws still on the books. Weird. Um, That's very weird. Like I'm pretty, you can't. I'm pretty sure it's alcohol purchases are very restricted on Sundays still. Oh yeah, you can't buy kegs on Sunday either, so we have to buy them on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, uh, okay, let's let's get out of the, you know, 1800s here, but or I guess. Is there no alcohol sales on Sunday? I think. I think you can buy 
beer and wine, but I don't think you can buy liquor on Sundays. I think liquor stores are closed on Sundays. Really? Because it doesn't look for a certain time? Cause not saying I'm not saying I'm 100% correct on that because I haven't lived there in five years, but um, if I remember correctly from college, yeah, you couldn't buy hard liquor on Sundays. Wow. And I feel like you couldn't buy beer or wine until noon or something like yeah. that as well. Yep. It was pretty restricted. Well, Drew, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Which hey. is dumb. I mean, you have a like these grocery stores that are open 24-7 and they have the yeah. beer on yep. the shelves, but you can't actually buy it. It's yep. pretty ridiculous when you think about it. Um, but they, I mean, they're not going to sell you it if they if it's not legal because <laughs> it's not worth it to them, so... Well, and so that's why it's going to be a sober tailgate. So everybody get ready. <laughs> um, but I, I, I would definitely... <laughs> Just kidding. For the listeners out there, double check. Uh, or maybe they can post a link in the show notes or something to the laws because that is a definite concern for your ability to purchase alcohol on Sunday. Yeah, I would say get it done on Saturday. We're going to have kegs. Um at the tailgate. There'll be more details later. But, but yep, absolutely. All right, so, uh, Allie, let's talk about you. How about you just give us a – you've been on the show before, but how about you give us a quick recap of who you are and why you're a Timbers fan? Sure. Um, I'm Allie. I'm, Hi. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I moved to Portland uh, five years ago from Columbus. I graduated from Ohio State in 2010 with a – bachelor's degree in anthropology um and i realized you don't get jobs doing that so i got my uh, emergency medical technician certification and realized there's no good paying jobs in ohio for that and so portland has a great uh job market for ems so i moved out here to work and i work as an emt in clackamas county which is south of portland um, I've been a lifelong soccer fan supporter, got to make that distinction. And I played soccer as well. Um, went to okay. Columbus. We, you know, we wear soccer cleats and we pl- play on soccer fields. It's okay. <laughs> this is a safe place. <laughs> um, so I went to crew games growing up. Um, I think I, I really got into soccer when I had some German exchange students in high school. You know, Germans are really into soccer. Um, so I kind of had the first supporter experience going to crew games with my German exchange students. And when I was moving to Portland, I wanted to go see all the Columbus sports teams before I moved um, and noticed that the crew were going to be playing the Portland Timbers. And so I attended that match as a Portland Timbers supporter um and kind of organized actually organized that whole first year that was before the TA organized away games um and we had a really had a blast even with that small group we had you know no one really knew the chance but we looked them up on YouTube and um and then I've gone to every home game since so I'm stuck in for sure very cool very cool so, um, we're going to be having, I, I saw, I think it was maybe five minutes to kick off, posted this. There's going to be roughly 2,000 Timbers fans at the uh, 
at the crew match. So for those 2,000 Timbers fans, Allie, what would you recommend doing? And you know, what's cool to do in Columbus? I mean, if you're going there for the long weekend, what would you recommend doing? Um, well, the first thing I would recommend, I know every city has a zoo, but Columbus has one of the best zoos in the country. And they're actually doing the zoo lights, you know, every oh, zoo sweet. does that. Just but, like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have the zoo lights thing, and that, I believe, is like starts at 5 p.m., and it's every day of the week. So That's cool. Um, you could even do it after the match on Sunday you know, if you're if you're with with the kids and can't get drunk, <laughs> um, but even if you're you don't have kids, I would still highly recommend it. It's a fun time. Um, the weather's going to be really good there, so won't be you won't be freezing to death or anything walking around outside. Um, there's also a lot of good music going on uh, over the weekend as well. The Columbus Symphony is great. Oh, man, you did uh, research. This they're is cool. playing. I did. That was the best. That's why we have our best. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't like to be, uh, you know, unprepared. I guess. Um, yeah, the Columbus Symphony. They're really great. They're playing a holiday show. Uh, that's like every day as well. Um, you can get really cheap tickets if you just show up. They don't ever sell out. So. Where's uh, that? It's. At the uh, symphony. <laughs> It's downtown. Okay. Downtown's not a very big place, so I uh, couldn't, couldn't tell you what the name of the place is. And then um, for the Portlanders, uh, Slater Kinney's going to be playing on uh, Saturday. What's today? The 4th. Wait, in, in Columbus? Yeah. No shit. On That's Saturday right. Saturday night, 7 p.m. Okay. At, at the Newport Music Hall, which is actually really close to Crew Stadium for all the people staying near there. It's on High Street on campus. It's also right next to a Chipotle if you're really homesick. Um, it's a great venue, and it's not sold out. Um, that's insane. So that's just by pure coincidence, huh? That's later yeah. Kenny's? Wow. Uh, no, no, you playing that around the Timbers game. Yeah, well, I'm, that, like, I wouldn't put it past him. I don't know. That's kind of um, awesome. And I, you know, I always recommend checking out, uh, if you have the kids again, checking out Kosai. It's just like OMSI, but, you know, it's in Columbus, so it's a thing to do if you have... Time to Kill, you know, Saturday afternoon or something, and you have kids, um, definitely recommend COSI. It's um, kind of downtown but west. It's right near the Veterans something or other. The Veterans, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> the Veterans Place. It's all, there's parking and everything, and, you know, Columbus doesn't have as much, many parking issues as Portland does, so um, definitely recommend that. And I know there's going to be, I think, a pickup soccer game. Um, I want to say at like 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. on Saturday um, on Ohio State campus. Um, there's a turf field there, and they have soccer goals. If I, I was the one that told them all the intel on this, so I'm hoping I'm right. And there's still soccer goals on the on the field, but it's the it's a practice field that the marching band uses, and they use it for a lot of intramural sports. It's right on. Um, I think it's called the John H. Herrick Field. So, so there's info on that on Facebook. So the extent of research that I did was I went to TripAdvisor.com and I typed in Columbus, Ohio, and like the second result was the Columbus or, or like Ohio History Museum or something like that. What and that's that was just the closest thing to uh, the Days Inn where I'm yeah, staying. Yeah, it's on the it's on the grounds of the fairgrounds that. Oh, okay. Which Crew Stadium is also on. Um, yes. But no, I 
never been? I have never been. Okay. <laughs> or well. at least if I have, I don't remember. When I was, like, little, we went on lots of historical-based museum trips, so I could have gone so there. So you've probably been, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is a lot of great historical stuff in that in the central Ohio area and as well, like, especially if you're flying into Cincinnati, there's um, uh, these Indian – or, sorry, Native American uh, mounds – and I don't remember the name of it, but it's like it's in between Cincinnati and Columbus, if I remember correctly. And it's a big um, kind of historical Native American village that if you Google it, I'm sure it'll pop right up. Um, uh, and then if you're flying into Cincinnati, of course, I have to do a plug for the Creation Museum, which is in Peterbilt, Kentucky, right near the, the Cincinnati airport's actually in Kentucky, Um so if you want a good laugh, um, or I guess if you really believe that the the Earth is six thousand years old, which is cool, um, then go there. It's it's uh, it's really scary, well done. Um, and Cincinnati also has some great museums too, if you need to kill time. The, the, I wish I also got to mention that the Eight Ball Brewery is in Cincinnati, which is run by uh, a former roommate of mine from Portland. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, since I left, Columbus has really gotten into the beer thing. Before before I moved, there was, like, Elevator Brewing and Columbus Brewing, and that was about it. Now there's a ton of them. Um, yeah, I mean, any you do a brewery search. I know there's a couple outside of Columbus, too, that are – hopefully I'm not making noise doing this, looking up what they're called, but uh, – I know in Athens, which is about an hour from Columbus, um, there is, and that's where Ohio University is, uh, it, there's um, Jackie O's, which is a really big um, brewery that, you know, and you can get there, you can drink their beer in Columbus too, but the actual breweries in Athens, um, and that was highly recommended. And then um, there's Seventh Sun Brewing, which is on 4th Street, right near 4th Street Bar, which I plugged in the last episode, which I love, even though it's a cruise supporters bar. Um, and there's also the Brothers Drake Meadery, if you like mead. And that's also right by there, right by the cruise stadium area as well. Definitely, I mean, you could just spend the whole time you're there just going to different breweries and... Um, the bus system isn't as great as Portland, but they do have the GPS thing where you can, you know, do a transit planning thing, and um, it's pretty cheap. And then there's also some um, free shuttles on Ohio State campus that you can kind of ride in, and they don't really care if you're not a student. But you can go to the um, the Ohio State website to see what the schedules are for that, but there's several shuttles, free shuttles that run around Ohio State campus as well, so... Uh, and then oh, Columbus also has Car to Go if you're a Car to Go member, and they have Uber. Um, so there's definitely a lot of ways to get around if you didn't rent a car. You're not you're not going to be stuck in the hotel or anything. Now I guess the next thing I want to ask is for people that are flying in and you know in turn driving, what areas would you avoid in Columbus? Like you know for bad traffic or just you know rush hour situations, frat parties. Well, <laughs> Uh, well, the frat the frat houses are on 15th 
Avenue off of High Street on, on Ohio State campus. Um, I managed to uh, uh, the morning after the the Columbus game when we were there what a month or two ago. Ended up walking past all of them on Sunday morning on our way to to breakfast. It looked like Buckeye Donuts. <laughs> uh, no, we went to was it like Tank and Tanks or something like that. Anyway, it was pretty good. Good William Marys. Um, but uh, yeah, we walked past Greek Row or whatever, and it looked like mm-hmm. a bomb had gone off. Or something. I mean, it was it was just like carnage of destroyed red I solo can't. cups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's like a weird. Um, I don't know what to call it weird, but there is a kind of a tradition of when you have a house party to throw all your beer cans on the front lawn because that's weird. That's weird. So the bums, excuse me, homeless people can pick them up and they feel like, Oh yeah, they were. Yeah. We noticed that there were tons of homeless people with giant plastic bags, just basically going from lawn to lawn. Yep. I didn't so realize that was like purpose. a coordinated thing between the frats <laughs> yeah. and the homeless community. I but. personally, I personally would bag up the cans and put them on the front lawn because I think it's kind of a, uh, I, I don't like the idea of like saying, Oh, you've got to work for your, your cans. Cause at you know, Ohio, they don't do the five cent thing. It's based on weight. So really? you, have to, you have to get a lot more cans than you do in Portland. Um, Weird. take them to the re- aluminum recycling center and they weigh them and you get a certain amount of money. I mean, in a way it's better. You don't have to spend hours like pushing cans into the, deposit return and you're not limited you know and in oregon they limit you to i think it's seven dollars worth of cans per transaction which is completely just designed to screw with homeless people which i think is just absolutely ridiculous but um so there's there's pluses and minuses to the system but anyway i'm getting off topic um there's there's not really honestly columbus is a similar size to portland it might even be a little the metro area might be a little bigger, but it's more spread out. Um, there's really not bad traffic like there is in Portland, um, unless there's an accident or something. No Ohio uh, State game this weekend, thankfully. No, Ohio State uh, screwed themselves over, so they're done for the year. Um, they played like crap against Michigan State. Um, so, yeah, you won't have to worry about that. There is, I believe, uh, either a basketball, men's basketball, or a hockey game um if it's men's basketball i definitely would avoid that area it's uh they play in the schottenstein center it's off a uh, olentangy river road and lane avenue on campus i would definitely avoid that area um if there is a game i'm not sure on that but they do get a pretty good attendance at the men's basketball games um and yeah i would you know if you have a GPS app like Waze on your phone that does the traffic, you know, just use that. It'll rouse you around anything um, crazy. But gen- yeah, generally, traffic isn't like Portland where you're just sitting still for an hour. So it moves pretty well. How yeah. about a uh, good eats? Anything? Any good restaurants folks would check out? And uh, I actually had someone ask me uh, if there were any vegetarian options in the area. Um, it's called the Happy Greek Restaurant. It's uh, the address. It's on North High Street uh, downtown. Um, that would be a good, definitely. It's a great, great restaurant. Uh, that would definitely have some vegetarian options. And I know on campus, if you walk up and down High Street, um, 
there's all sorts of, you know, fairly reasonably priced places to eat. Um, there's uh, Euro places that, that would have vegetarian food. Obviously, there's Buckeye Donuts on High Street. That's very important. Definitely a must go. Yeah, that's Scott Brown. Yes, Buckeye Scott Donuts. Brown, he's aware of it already. You don't even have to tell him. <laughs> he already went there last time. Buckeye Donuts sure is cash only, so at least that's when, I, when I went there um, in college. So that's a thing to remember, although Portlanders are used to going to cash-only donut shops, so it shouldn't be a big deal <laughs> for you guys. Um, yeah, I mean uh, – there's Mad Max that's in the um, uh, on campus that's pretty good. Um, they have some good late night specials too. If you're looking for a place to get drunk food um, between ten and midnight, the food's half off. So that's and they actually fill growlers there too. So perfect looking, combo. Um, so yeah, I mean honestly, if you're on the campus area, you know which. Just you can pretty much find whatever you want to eat there. There's a really good pizza place called Slice in New York uh, that sells pizza by the slice. Um, and if you're out in the suburbs, there's La Rosa's Pizza, which is my favorite childhood pizza place. It's in Dublin. Um, so I would definitely recommend that if you happen to be staying. I think there's some people kind of staying out by the airport and stuff. So if you're out in the suburbs, definitely – Check La Rosa's out. I think it's delicious. And, of course, there's Grater's Ice Cream, which is um, uh, Ohio fan favorite, um, and uh, Skyline Chili. There's uh, Skyline's uh, ki- kind of near downtown, and there's some out in the suburbs as well. And the closest Grater's to Crew Stadium's on Lane Avenue, um, uh, Northwest of campus in Upper Arlington. Um, great ice cream. They have the seasonal peppermint flavor right now, which has, like, peppermint candy bits in it. It's really good. Nice. Very cool. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Allie, you're amazing. We'll, oh, we'll, uh, we'll walk through your childhood there. <laughs> yeah. College year, well, anyway. <laughs> it's, it's a walk through all my plans for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Making Excellent. a list. Uh, so I guess yeah, our... Uh, one of the last questions I have. So, for anyone coming in, you know, before Saturday who might want to watch the Premier League, can you recommend any good soccer bars that they might uh, have the games on? I would check the um, the Timbers Army travel guide for that. I am not a Premier League person, um, but they compiled a pretty extensive list of bars people can go to. It's on TimbersArmy.org. Under the Columbus Away Travel Guide, it has, I want to say, three or four bars people can go to. Um, one of the things to remember is just, you know, don't be obnoxious about the Timbers because most of those bars will have crew fans there. So sure. I know it's I know it's tempting to be a, you know, oh, you know, in your face or whatever. But, yeah, try to be respectful because um, we are kind of guests to the – for for that kind of situation. So yeah, anytime you, I mean, it'll be easy to tell where if you're at a crew place, cause they should have a crew flag on the outside of the building. So if you go into a bar that has a crew flag on the outside of the building, yeah, just be respectful. I mean, even the three legged mayor where we're meeting up on Saturday is a technically a crew bar. So, you know, 
I mean, it, it's not a big deal to wear Timbers gear, obviously, but, you know, there's a, I think there's a balance that can be struck so that, you know, they don't not want us back type thing. I think sure. a good rule of thumb through the weekend is, like, don't be not a jerk. Be a yeah, don't be a douche. Yeah. We're the guests, and... We want, yeah. you know, don't act like a Seattle fan when they're in Portland. Exactly. You know, realize that... You Drew, I'm pretty sure those are fantastic words to live by in general. <laughs> okay. You know, regardless if it's an MLS Cup game, you know, when you're anywhere in life, just look at the situation and be like, I shouldn't act like a Seattle fan in this current situation, and that will come out great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I just pulled up the list of, of places that I know uh, Timbers Army or 107 folks uh, have called ahead and made sure that their games will be on, but it's Cladaw Irish Pub... Fado Irish Pub, um, which they actually yeah, have. Fado's is pretty far away from. Is it? It's in Easton, which is pretty out there. Okay. Just FYI, so if you don't have a car, I wouldn't go for that one. But okay, well, I was about to say there's a location of those in DC that actually is a great place to watch a game. But yeah. Was that pronounced said Fado's? I've always said Fado's. I don't know. I I'm I don't probably know. wrong. I don't know. Uh, Hendox Pub. That is a Hudson Street hooligan bar, so that's a that's one to definitely tone down the timbers. Okay. Tone wear, down the go timbers. wearing your Chelsea jersey or your Everton jersey yeah. to that one. Yeah, Chelsea. just wear your wear your timber stuff underneath, so you can still represent, but just be incognito. You know, wear your like USMNT jersey or something. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one was Zauber Brewing Company. I like Brewing Company, so that's exciting. Oh, and that's not that says that's a Tottenham Hotspur bar. That's good. That's cool. If I was going to the game, that's where I'd be going, but I'm not going, so that's sad. Ohio has a big German culture. Um, there's a whole German village, there's a whole area, so if you're really into German beer, German food, definitely check out German Village. Uh, Schmitz is a great uh, restaurant that has German food. They have a great Schwetzel, and um, they're well-known for the cream puffs as well. I'm not a big cream puff person, but they're awesome. Good advice. Kyle, you're my cream puff. You know, Drew, thank you. That's so nice of you to say. Thank you. And and there's also a Hofbrau House in Columbus now, if you're a big Hofbrau House fan. Um, if you've been to Munich. What's they Hofbrau? Have a, oh, it's sure, a big, we have one in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's a big German bar that's in Munich, but they've kind of... Uh, it's almost a chain of, now. Yeah, it's basically... It is, a, it is a chain, I think. <laughs> there's quite a few of them, uh, but... They're still awesome. Their beer is really good. Yeah. Um, if you're going for that traditional German beer hall experience, Hofbrau is the place for that for sure. Schmitz is a much more nice kind of restaurant than – not like it's a nice restaurant, but it's more of a restaurant. Hofbrau sure. is a beer hall. Sure. You're get a lot of pretzels and and versts there, so – well, when we were in Columbus a few months ago, we went to the there was the Oktoberfest was at the fairgrounds oh, yeah, uh, right we, there. Did you go to that? Yeah. Yeah. We had our we had our German beers and our uh, and our Bahama Mamas from Schmitz. Yeah. Speaking that, of Schmitz, that was awesome. We went after the game and actually ran into some dude that was like, "Oh yeah, I used to play in the for the Sounders in the USL days because he like saw us in our Timbers gear. It was weird. Oh. Um, he was in a full Lederhosen situation." <laughs> it was it was weird. Um, anyway, I guess no one would know who he is since there was only like five USL Sounders fans. But oh yeah, <laughs> both of them. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, uh, you got any other questions, Kyle? I don't, Allie. Um, 
appreciate it for you for coming on again and returning. You are a goldmine of information on the city of Columbus, so we, uh, we yeah. appreciate that, and I'm sure all of our listeners, um, all of those guys do as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we're all adults, but don't be the guy that gets so drunk at the tailgate that you're not allowed into the stadium. Also, I'm not sure if either of you guys saw this, but did anyone see um, – well, I can't remember his name right now. Really good winger for Columbus. His name is escaping me. Um, Justin Ethan, Miriam, Ethan no. Finley. Yeah, Ethan Finley. Okay. Apparently had his key card, or his car keyed. I'm sorry. Oh, I did see that. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not, I can't I, imagine it was his, one of our people, right? His tweet was very. Um, it's like it's not distracting it, me or something. It, it did kind of imply that maybe like a Timber supporter did it, and I'm not. I, I really doubt a Timber supporter keyed somebody's car. I just don't think we would do that. But don't yeah. do anything douchebaggery when yeah. you're there. You know, don't get drunk and key somebody's car. That's a bad idea. Yep, we're all sure. representing the Timbers. Yeah, don't forget. There are assholes in Columbus who are not affiliated with soccer. Like, I got my car broken in too many times. So I don't know where Ethan Finley lives, but there's just there's just douchebags everywhere. So I mean, if he wants to make True it out that. to be some kind of you know conspiracy theory that a Timbers fan who's mysteriously already in Columbus. I mean, I know the team charter, I think, has landed, but, like, I'm apparently the only Columbus-affiliated Timbers fan, so it wasn't me. I had a pretty (laughs) alibi. I was in Portland, so. It was a pretty strong alibi. But you know what? If he wants to blame me, I'll take credit. You know, I. You're such a nice personality. Such a nice personality. Use my psychic powers to key his car. He's actually right. my—he's actually my mom's student's brother or something. So, I mean, there is a connection. Like, but I don't know where he lives. So, <laughs> so your best friends. Yeah, basically, we paint each other's nails. So. <laughs> Obviously. All right, I think that's a good note to go out on. Yep. Ali, uh, I'll see you on too. Sunday, probably. Yes, thank you ha- ha- so much for having me again. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Rainy here in Portland. That that tends to happen. It is a uh, it is December, and that's been known to happen. So we just finished talking with Allie about you know things to do in Columbus and you know things to avoid and places to go and food to eat. So now let's talk about the game a little bit with you, Maggie. Um, what's kind of the agenda for Sunday for things like tailgating, things to do, things not to do? Wait a minute, Kyle. 
Don't what? we need to go through Maggie's story of Timberism? Oh yeah, Maggie, you've oh, never been on before. You've never <laughs> been on. I'm sorry. You know what? Scratch everything I just said. Maggie, tell us who are you and how you became a Timbers fan and where you're from. I mean, who am I is kind of an existential question. It deserves an existential answer. <laughs> um, well, I'm Maggie. Um, I uh, am a native Oregonian and an active member currently of the East Coast Platoon and the D.C. Federal Reserves. Um, I'm from okay. Portland. I got that already. <laughs> I'm from Portland, but I haven't lived there in a few years. Uh, I spent a couple of years out in Boston, and I've been in our nation's swampy, terrible capital for the last year and a half. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. You know I'm right. No, I don't. Sure. I like it. Um, uh, I, my first experience with the Timbers was in the USL days when it was our last year in USL and I had been dragged along with a couple of friends to some matches and I had no real idea what I was getting into. Um, but then between those matches and then I went to uh, the Open Cup match that like started the 2011 season, basically. Uh, and I was kind of hooked. It really helped that I had started working in Mary Sam Adams' office shortly thereafter, which introduced me to the Diskin family uh, and Sierra, now Perryman, who were kind enough to kind of bring me into the fold on that one. Uh, I remember every time I would end up with last-minute tickets to games, it was okay because Todd had, like, four scarves in his office, so I could be quickly outfitted. Um, what else do you want to know? You said, where, um, what away days have you been to? Um, I've done Seattle, uh, NYCFC, Columbus this year, uh, D.C., and twice to Philly, by which I naturally mean Chester. You haven't been to Red Bull Arena? No. Mm -mm. I was supposed to go last year, but it was um, three days before I graduated from grad school, and my family was in town, so I couldn't make it down. Oh, bummer. Well, it's a crap stadium anyway. Yeah. But I was kind of rooting for New York to pull this one out because it is so much cheaper to fly through New York than Columbus. Better matchup for us, though. Better matchup. I actually really enjoy telling people that I've been to Yankee Stadium, but not for a baseball game. Yeah, that is pretty cool. It's a much better place to watch a baseball game than it is to watch a soccer game, having been there for both. both. Don't care for baseball. Fair. Yeah, I'm You know, I actually, I know baseball gets a lot of shit from soccer fans, but you just have to view it as a total... It's, like, not... It's just not even in the same category. No, it totally isn't. But I largely think of baseball games as being um, very expensive bars with a very high cover charge. That's a very good point. Like, for me, it's, it's, it's still, if I'm not mistaken, one of the highest-paid sports to play for the oh, yeah. least athletic sport. My brother wants my nephew to play baseball because it is the best ratio of money to injury chance. Yeah, it's not true. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. And, you know, and you don't have to be the best in the world to get paid to do it, which I guess you don't have to in, like, soccer either. But Okay, so, Maggie, what uh, what were your favorite uh, Timbers Away days and your favorite Timbers Army memories, if, if, you have, if those differ? Um, I mean... Of course they differ, sort of. I mean, I um, presume you're just going to so, say the road trip to Columbus earlier this year where we spent I mean, seven hours in the don't car. Don't get me wrong. That was great. But definitely my favorite away day was Philly two years ago. 
uh, which admittedly the match was terrible, but the lightning delay that forces all to evacuate the stands and then end up in a really heated chant off with the sons of Ben was really one for the ages. Yeah, Although I still hugely regret that we didn't buy the Ben Franklin costume from the beer store. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was awesome. We went to a liquor store. Was it? It was pregame. It was a beer right? store. The liquor stores and beer stores are different in Philly. That's right. And there was a <laughs> Benjamin Franklin costume. It was like expensive though, very much. Yes, that's why we, we didn't buy expensive, it. Expensive though, like upwards I, of like five hundred or. Oh no! It was like forty. Then you or should 50. invest it, Drew. You yeah. really should invest it. I mean, yeah, seriously. If, if we had all multiple times, there were like four or five of us. If we'd all put in ten dollars. Yeah. We could have done it. We should have done it. And then we actually, earlier this year, we went to that same beer store to try to find it, but they didn't have them anymore. Well, obviously, it's got to be a hot ticket commodity. In yeah. Minnesota. Two years later, I guess they don't still carry those. <laughs> but we tried. We walked into that beer store, bought nothing, looked disappointed, and left. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was also the same beer store where we thought we got a 24-pack for, like, $10. And it turned out it was, what, it was six ounces? <laughs> Six ounce cans yep. of, of Bush Light or something. <laughs> they make six uh, ounce cans. Yeah, That's... I mean they maybe no, they maybe weren't six ounce, but they were definitely like I don't know eight or ten or something. They were small. They were That's... tiny cans. We, we thought got we got the bargain of the century, and then instead it was just like these little tiny cans. Oh, anyway, oh, that was so disappointing. Uh, cool. Well, okay. So I guess I guess those are your Timbers Army bona fides. Uh, should we talk about it this weekend? Let's talk about this weekend. It's, it's funny because uh, the East Coast Platoon has been posting like mad since that last match ended, and that sh- like slightly slowed down after tickets got figured out, and then naturally we started planning things, and so still I'm just killing my phone like three times a day. So what's uh what's the plan? The plan. Do we want to start on Saturday or Sunday? Uh, let's start on Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Um, I mean, you know, Allie covered all the things you can do in the fine city of Columbus, but uh, we do have some plans for a pickup soccer game um, at Lincoln College. That too, actually. Actually. Mentioned that briefly. Um, the NCAA quarterfinals. Um, but then the real Timbers Army stuff starts at 8 p.m. when we have two different beer. Uh, beer bars that are reserved for us, basically, uh, and they're right next door to each other. Yeah, so that's the Three-Legged Mule and Gordon mm-hmm. Biersch. I would just yep. note that Gordon Biersch is a brewery, and as a Portlander, I generally go, oh, awesome, a brewery. I would like to go there. But Gordon Biersch is a shitty brewery, so you yep. should only go there if the Three-Legged Mare is already full. Yeah, basically. Is it Mule uh, or Mare? Mule. Mare? I, I don't know. Mayor. I've been calling it TLM. I'm pretty sure it's Mayor. Okay. Shouldn't um, it be th- the the numeral three L? Three L M. Yeah, we got to have back and forth. What are you gonna do? Okay. Um, but yeah, for uh, we're also gonna be putting together flags at the three L M, um, and making sure that we get everything prepped. So uh, there's gonna be a lot of activities going on there. And yeah, you know, go to Gordon Beerch if we run out of room. Um, but the, between the two bars, we have capacity for s- several hundred people, so don't worry too much about us running out of space. Totally. And I, you, you mentioned it briefly, but I did want to mention that there's Akron, uh, which of course is where Caleb Porter used to coach, and 
the Timbers Maggie best. used to play. Yeah, I was going to say the Timbers' best center midfielder, Ben Zemanski's old school. Oh, you have a few alumni, too, don't we? It's Zemanski and Nanchoff, too. I mean, uh-huh. Yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, Akron's a couple of hours away, and they're playing Creighton in the NCAA quarterfinals, so I'm sure yep. that'll be a, a really cool game. I uh, got to see Creighton play against... Uh, Georgetown last weekend, which was cool. So, anyway, uh, that's a lot of a lot of future MLS players in that game. So if you're into that, yeah, uh, yeah. So cool. that's that's a couple of hours away, and st- uh, I believe it starts at 4 p.m. Uh, tickets for that are online. And I know uh, there's uh, some Timbers folks that are going to go to that, so you'll yeah, be able to find yeah. friends. Um, and then the bar meetup started 8 p.m. Um, and those are in downtown Columbus, which is about a 10 minute drive from the, uh, like motels that are over by the uh, stadium. So those are downtown. Yep. All right. Uh, so So that's that's Saturday. Saturday. Sunday is going to start bright and early for some of us, at least, uh, parking lot, uh, opens at 9am, uh, which is when we're going to start getting the tailgate set up, but the tailgate is not really going to get going until about 10.30, which is when the food and beer is going to arrive. Um, we've got catering coming through, which is going to be barbecue, but we made sure that we also have some uh, veggie and vegan options because, you know, Portland. Um, and then uh, we have lined up some kegs from Woodmere, or at least I'm pretty sure that's happening. I'm pretty sure that's almost actually happened. Um, and then we're going to supplement that with a little bit of Midwestern beer because there's only so much beer we can get from Oregon to Ohio. Um, and that's all in lot B, um, yes. which, which is the, if you were there earlier this year, the same lot we were in, which I believe it's on the north, or no, it's on the, it's west, on the west side, right? It's on right? the west, no, east side. East side? It's on the east side, yeah. Okay. Um, and east it's side. one of the lots that's closest to the stadium, uh, there will be an extremely small amount of parking because we're going to be taking up most of it for the tailgate. And I th- think we're mostly going to be, it's going to be the cars that are actually delivering things for the tailgate who are going to be parking sure. there. So especially if you're going to show up anywhere close to tailgate time, I would suggest finding somewhere else to park. Um, now, parking's $20, by the way. Yeah, tar- parking's 20 bucks And $5 suggested donation for the the tailgate we'll we'll take cash there and we're also we've got a paypal donation thing set up and we'll be able to take like square cash and everything on site as well so you will have multiple ways to uh help out pay for this event but then also just generally help out 107s who has been putting up with a lot of bullshit from us over the last few days so you know throw something in their way yeah and and if you're not i just gotta throw this out there if you're not a member of 107 ist right now and you're listening to this podcast it's like Pause it. Go to timbersarmy.org and sign up. Like the the amount they've done to make this happen, both this week and the last week in Dallas, is incredible. And you know, yeah. there's the fact that they do all those amazing tifos every week. Anyway, it, it's the best. Plus, you money get a free keychain. I mean, you get a free right? keychain. Come on, it doesn't get that's better not than the that. Love. And you get like five dollars uh, off. But also, it. it's yeah. but also it, that's what's allowing you to buy away day tickets uh, yep. otherwise throughout the year, which is very important, and you should come to more away days because we have a lot of fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, can you bring your own beer or alcohol if you want to? Yes, you can. Um, you can totally bring your own food. You can bring your own booze. Um, do you try to keep it in cans if you're going to be bringing beer? Columbus has this weird thing against glass, uh, which is also, I will mention that uh, in the game as well. Um we are also going to have a DJ booth, which is amazing. Um, 
But also do keep in mind that there's like almost 2,000 people coming uh, to cheer on the Timbers, and we really only bought food for probably like 500 more than that. of you. I mean, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. Probably more than that. We're aware of like 2,000. 1,900 between the front office and the 107 IST. Um, the other big thing happening at the tailgate ticket distribution. Tickets are going out between 12.30 and 2 p.m. at the tailgate. Um, make sure you get your ticket in that time. After that, we will send your tickets to Will Call. Uh, there will be a special Will Call just for Timbers uh, fans, but at that point, we wash our hands of the situation, and it is up to you to get your own ticket. Um, what are other important times? Uh, at 1 p.m., all of our banners and two sticks and TIFO and everything is getting checked, at that point, if you have any of those things, drop it off with the TIFO crew. Uh, we'll make sure that we tell you where, because um, that'll all have to get checked, and then it'll get taken into the stadium without you. And we'll make sure that you get reunited. Um, at 2.30, we will all be entering as a group. I highly, highly suggest you go in with the rest of us. Uh, first of all, we all saw what happened in Dallas, which was terrible. Um, but also it's just immensely more fun to go in with hundreds of your fellow fans at once. Yeah. Security is going to be really tight and you know, there's going to be a lot of people that show up five minutes before kickoff and are like, think they're just going to waltz in. So don't, you know, if you want to watch the game, it's not, you know, get in there, J- join us in the initial entry at two thirty. I think is, is your safest bet. Now, what about post-game? Uh, I'm assuming they're not letting us out right away just because, you know, no one ever watched that. So. They never do. They never do. Should anyone um, be expecting so, to stay for a... Go ahead. First of all, this is going to be, like, I don't know, the game of the century, maybe. And pr- hopefully not. Hopefully we keep going back year to year. But this is probably going to be the biggest game of any of our lives. So get loud, be nice to each other. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Um, let's make sure that we keep it a little bit safe, though. Let's not get anyone kicked out. Um, FYI, if you are in, if you are in sections 113 or 114, and whether or not you are is up to you because it's all general admission, um, they will force you, if you buy beer within the stadium, to pour it into a cup. It's really, really weird, um, but they hate glass. So, um... Yeah, I will say that security, while pretty strict in Columbus, has their shit together more than most away stadiums that we've been to. Um, I'm reminded of New York City when I went to Yankee Stadium, and they it was like they'd never seen a soccer had, game before. They had no idea. Yeah, they were they like, your guys are going to stand the whole game? It was just <laughs> blew their mind. Blew their mind. Um, so Columbus, I mean, I would say their staff is, is top-notch, but... You know they're on top of it. They make you pour your cup, your beer into cups, which is odd. Uh, they, they, I believe they were checking tickets every time you were trying to go into the Timbers Army section last time um, we were there. So they're they're on top of it, but they're good at their jobs. So which is I think preferred to them having no idea what's happening. So so yeah. you know don't lose your ticket. Don't be an idiot. These people know what they're doing. This isn't their first rodeo. They've been, you know, cruise the first soccer-specific stadium. So there's nothing they haven't seen. Haven't they seen this before? That's true. We're about to blow their mind. They've seen this before. They haven't seen this before. Um, I also do recall getting taunted quite a bit by some rowdy Columbus fans last time. So, but it wasn't an angry taunt. 
It wasn't no, Philly or New York. They, style actually, con. for the most part, everyone in Columbus was super, super nice to us, even after we beat them. Um, but there will inevitably be a few assholes. Don't get drawn into it. It's just like the internet. Just don't read the comments. Just leave it alone. Um, uh, so after the match, um, we'll not be able to leave our section, even to go to the bathroom, starting in the 80th minute. Um, that will go through the final whistle. If it goes to extra time, then it starts at the 110th minute. Um, but through the final whistle, we will not be able to leave our section, and we will be held after the match. Um, should we win... Uh, I should find some wood to knock on in a second here. Um, should we win, uh, we will be held through the trophy ceremony. Uh, should we uh, somehow manage to crap the bed, um, then we will be let go prior to the trophy ceremony, from what I understand. Um, so just be aware of the fact that there may be a long period of time where you've got to be standing in our section and you won't be allowed to leave. Good to know, though. Good to know. And uh, you, if you're trying to leave the section after the 80th minute, I don't know. I don't know what you're... Come on. Plan your pee breaks better than that is mostly what's happening. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know, Maggie. Anything else you think you need to, people should know? Um, I'm. We don't have anything planned for, like, a post-game meetup or anything, but I'm sure we will get rowdy and figure something out. Just follow the crowd. Sure. It may awesome. just it may just turn into a party that days in Columbus Fairgrounds. Yeah, I think I feel incredibly bad for anyone who's staying at the days in who isn't us. Um, Especially on Sunday well, night when they think they're. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll indoctrinate them. I would say don't be an asshole, but we're all going to be drinking all day. It's kind of a lost cause. Be a respectable asshole. <laughs> All right, I, I mean, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's about let's, it. Yeah. Let's let's go win a cup. Maggie, thank you very much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks. Anytime. I'd love to uh, rub it into Scott Brown. I'll make sure to do it in person on Saturday. You should. Make sure you're aware <laughs> that you know, you've made it. You've made it onto the podcast, and uh, he is a, he's a husband at this point, I suppose. Yeah. He's peak. Uh, you you can email us timmersfieldreport at gmail dot com. You can tweet us at ta field report. All right, I'm I'm at Drew J Olson. Maggie, what's your Twitter handle? You got anything you want to plug? Uh, PDX Maggie, I think it still is. Uh, even though I haven't lived there in three years, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you all on Sunday. Let's let's do this. What is your favorite away day that you've been to? And if what just happened? No, why? (laughs) Well, this is not meant to happen, apparently. Can you hear us, Maggie?